You're listening to Brilliant Breakthroughs, episode number 17 with Maggie Magan talking about the people pillar. Well, hello, small business owners. Thanks for listening to Brilliant Breakthroughs. This is a great podcast designed just for small business owners. And I'm here today. My name is Maggie Mongan. I am a master small business coach and author and anthology leader of Amazon's number one best-selling book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, that's today's topic, Productivity and Finding Peace in Your Business. It was released in November 2018, and why I share this is... It is the first volume in an annual series. So what we're talking about today is stuff that uh, is really important to your small business. And guess what? We're coming out with this on an annual series to coincide with National Entrepreneurs Month. Why are we doing that? We're doing it because we've learned that small business owners are definitely underserved in the marketplace. And we want to change that because you deserve much more than what the marketplace is offering you. So thank you for helping us become a number one best-selling author in small business and entrepreneurship. We're here to serve you. That's why we created the book and uh, an app, as well as this podcast, all to support you. And there's been some of you that have been asking us questions about the four performance pillars that we introduce at the beginning of the book and the introduction, as well as how we organize different topics of small business. So we're going to go ahead and dive into the four performance pillars. I'm going to give you a quick overview of how they help you out for business, as well as today we're going to do a deep dive into performance pillar number two, which is people. So if you're ready, hang tight, because here we go. The four performance for small business success look like this. Performance pillar number one is profitability. And I am going to tell you, hands down, that this is the primary determinant of small business. If your business is profitable, it is considered a successful business. It doesn't matter what we think or feel or want to believe. That's the cold hard fact. And if you live in America, that's what the IRS says is the truth. So we're working with the fact and not a perception when we talk about profitability. And it it matters to you because without you having a profitable business, you cannot serve. So we need to make sure that we discuss that topic. And uh, we train on topics around profitability like financials product development, sales, marketing, operations, business models, even your business's purpose, vision, and mission for alignment. Anything that's related to profit. And I know some of you are saying, well, geez, that could be everything. It could be, but wait to hear how we break out the model a little more. Performance pillar number two is people. Today's hot topic. And people are what makes the world go round and your business too. So 
when we come to talking about people, there's a lot of different things that we train on, even though we're going to talk about something different today. Um, we train on effective networking, social media, team development, employees, your business as ideal customers, about business allies, even your customer experience, anything that's related to people shows up under this performance pillar. And we're going to take a deep dive into one of those sectors of uh, the performance pillar number two today. Performance pillar number three, very simply, is productivity. Productivity practices, oh my gosh, they can make or break a business. And simplifying your activities may be easier than what you're making it out to be. And we, we talk about things on productivity that are, are like um, both low and high tech. So I don't want you to think that productivity is only using technology to become more productive because we do both. Like one of the things we talk about is time management, which, by the way, really doesn't exist. We'll talk about that more next week when we dive into that performance pillar. Uh, we talk about simplifying your techniques, automating systems, using text or tech or apps that can support you to be more effective and efficient. The one thing that we don't do when we talk about productivity is we don't talk about doing more stuff to keep you caught in the busyness trap, okay? So I want you to know that this is really about how to boost your productivity. Performance pillar number four, we bring it on home with peacefulness. Uh, all of us in our personal life strive for peace. And what amazes me is even though that's what we strive for, when it comes to business and as small business owners, we can create the culture and the tone for our business and the working environment. We tend to forget peacefulness. And I'm here to tell you that you can build both a peaceful and a profitable business. They are not exclusive to one another. This is really important for you to understand. You don't need to wait to make money to have a peaceful business. It doesn't need to be elusive. So we train about things like self-management, balanced leadership, and self-leadership, as well as how we can utilize core values, daily practices, and work on our mindset and overall well-being anything that we can do to improve our peacefulness so we can have peaceful prosperity. That's the game that we're playing here. So we have a lot of fun. And right now I want to go ahead and dive right into performance pillar number two, which is people. People are essential for business, period. Without people, there is no business. I'll start with the most obvious. Without you, you don't have a small business. You are leading your business. No you, no business. Okay, now that's, that's a little cheeky, and I know that. I'm going to own it. Okay, no problem with that. But I want to share with you something that just blows my mind, and it, it comes from somebody that you wouldn't expect talking about um, how important your customer is to your business. Because that really is, other than you, that's the number one person to be focused on in your business. So the role of your customer, according to Gandhi, and 
People seem to forget that Gandhi was an attorney before he was a peace activist. And we all know that attorneys focus very closely on their customers' desires or their needs. So let's hear what Gandhi has to say. It's a, it's a long quote, but bear with me. A customer is the most important visitor on our premises. He is not dependent on us. We are dependent on him. He is not an interruption in our work. He is the purpose of it. He is not an outsider in our business, for he is a part of it. We are not doing him a favor by serving him. He is doing us a favor by giving us an opportunity to do so. Direct quote from Mahatma Gandhi. Okay, now think about that because I love this. People provide us an opportunity to serve them. Do you think that's true too? I do. I've been doing this for 15 years and I, I've come to know that to be true for me and all of my clients. So I'm imagining that it's true for you. So the, the most important person other than us in our business is our customer. It's sort of funny though, because if, if the number one role is customer, it seems like there's a disconnect because I hear a lot of small business owners complaining about all the work that they have to do, the support activities to perfect their customer's experience. Everything from the attraction to serving them, to delivering, to the bookkeeping, I can go on and on and on. And if they're the number one reason why we exist, they are the purpose, Gandhi says. They depend on us. They are the purpose of our business. Then why? Why on earth do we begrudge all of these activities? Shouldn't we be embracing them to su these support activities to support our customer and give them a better experience so they, they are, are become raving fans of ours? Yeah, it's sort of silly because we don't think of it that way. And yet, it really should be. So I'm, I'm going to say, how, you know, what's this about? How do we make our customers love us even more? It's, it's sort of a fascinating thing when you really think about it. Because we begrudge the things that we have to do to make it awesome for them. So let's talk a little bit more about how we can support our customers. The second role in people is the team. And some of you might be saying, hey, I'm a, I'm a solo entrepreneur. I don't have a team. I'm going to say, really? You don't? You do every single thing yourself. You do all of your own shipping. You deliver everything um, because you don't have a postal service, uh, UPS, anything like that. You create all of your own products and services. You create your own software. I mean, just let's think about this for a moment. Even solo entrepreneurs have a team, whether it's in-house or it's external. 
in-house teams are really easy to understand. They're your staff. And they come in many different shapes and sizes. And they might be part-time or they might be full-time or you might have a mix or even a virtual assistant. But guess what? If you have a remote virtual assistant, they too are part of your team. Your team is you and them. Okay, or you and your web person or you and your vendor or supplier for whatever it is that you're doing, your software, your your internet service. Oh my gosh, where you get your paper from. I don't know too many businesses that are totally digitized. So we we buy our paper from somewhere. I know we do. But let's let's talk about this a little bit more. Because whether you have an external team or an in-house team, everybody needs to know what they need to do for the business to be successful, profitable. Everybody has a different part in the process. And if you're not communicating with them effectively as to what it is that they need to be doing, they will not be able to show up and serve you and your business well. One of the easiest ways that this can be done is by you creating an oversimplified job description for everyone on your team. And that includes you, by the way. Um, That's another conversation for another day. But job descriptions, just think about it. What are the three main things that you need this person to be doing for you all the time? And if you just work on the three major um, tasks that they need to be covering, I'm sure they're going to tell you more of what needs to be covered, and that's fine. But come up with three, because then at least you know that your communicated expectations are being fulfilled. And if they're not, you need to find somebody who can fulfill them. So whether you have internal or external teams, get some simple job descriptions in place. You'll be glad that you did. Uh, The third role in your business is networking hubs. Networking hubs rock. Oh my gosh, these are so fun. And yet it's, for some people, it's really, really difficult to start. But I'm going to give you a tip here. Networking hubs are are getting to the right people and connecting with the right people. You know, you probably already know one of these people that you should be calling a hub. It's somebody that's connected to a lot of other people that you want to be connected to. And hubs are usually connected to your ideal customers and or other people who are connected to your ideal customers. So think about this. You could go ahead and meet with 50 of your ideal customers and see who may or may not be interested in what you have to offer. Or you could meet up with five hubs, build relationship with them, become mutually referring, reciprocating for one another and have them take your message out to their network and share with their network what it is that you do, how you do it, why you do it, and why they should be connecting with you. Networking hubs rock. And I wish I would have learned about this much earlier in my career because it took me a little while to get a grip on it, actually a long while. And once I did, everything started to accelerate complement uh, uh, very quickly. And I, I want you to think about business allies like joint ventures or complementary service providers. You know, the people that are doing similar things and they can be reciprocating relationship 
So you both mutually elevate one each other, one another's businesses or each other's businesses. I'm trying to say that all at once. That's funny. And it can be fun. Hubs can be fun because now you're you're taking like five or ten people and you're building a strong relationship with them and you're giving them love, they're giving you love, and you're both doing each other's work. Um as in referrals. So this becomes a very simple but yet essential role to develop for your small business. And the fifth role of people is your guidance team. Oh man, this one is, they're all essential. This one will save your butt over and over and over again. Your guiding team for you, and this is just you, are like mentors, advisors, coaches who focus on helping you because you wear many hats and you're being pulled in many different directions all day long. And this team helps you be true to your vision. Heck, I just was in a situation last week where I'm doing something, I'm making a pivot with my business and my mentor challenged me uh, until I could see what I was talking about in my pivot just a little differently. And they held me there for about five minutes till I could see it. It was rather painful, but I finally got it. And it was, and after I had my aha, the aha was far better than what I was going to create had I been left to my own little um, thoughts as to what would be best. So find good people. Good people are out there. They're looking to serve you. Find your guidance team. This this doesn't need to be difficult. And here's one that I want to really just drive home with people, and I'm going to move you into the action items now that I shared the five rules. People are really funny. Sometimes people behave like cats. They're pretty dang finicky. You're finicky. I'm finicky. We're all finicky. If you don't give them consistent love in whatever form is appropriate for your business, their long-term memory fails, and then you end up on their short list. Okay. You know how this goes. Yeah, you have that short list too. We all have one because there's a lot going on. So I've created an action item, five-step action item for you to work through when developing your performance pillar of people in these five roles. So for these five roles, and um, that is number one, customer, number two, team, number three, networking hubs, four, business allies, and five is your guidance team. It's going to be beneficial for you to go ahead and review which one of these are strong and not so strong and do a zero to five, like zero being nada and five being, man, I'm rocking it in this area. And it's okay because things change. So by taking a moment and reflecting where you've been over the past year or even the last six months, will help you considerably because things shift and you might've been rocking it last year and this year, not so much. I know where I have a weak spot in my people development for my business over what I've done the last year. So I need to be fixing that. All right. And then I want you to be thinking about how do you want them and you to show up in these relationships, which sort of ties into the next one. And this is where it all comes together is in this third point. What benefit would you like to gain by developing each one of these five roles a little further for your business? 
So when we first look at it, we're saying, hey, let's review and figure out where our strengths are. And then the second point is, how do we want to show up and how do we want them to show up? And then the third one is, what is the benefit we really want to gain? Fourth step is pick one person to connect with in each one of these five roles. Make it happen this week, the week that you're listening to this podcast. Give yourself seven days to make that happen. And then the fifth step, you're going to love this. It's really simple. It's build out a plan to do this again next week. You don't have to reassess everything. You already did that. But pick a person in each one of those five categories. Get them on your schedule and a quick note as to what you want to talk to them about. If you do this, you will be able to build your business very quickly. Now, I want to share with you in the, in the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, we have three chapters that are dedicated to people. And chapter number four is the first one. It's your headshot may be a turnoff and how to turn it on. And this is really about how to allow your personality to shine through so you're attracting your ideal customer. Chapter five is how to avoid the three most common challenges all small business owners encounter. And there you're going to learn about networking and lead generation. And then chapter six is your voice on air. And this is from a stellar podcaster, professional podcaster, who talks about how creating a podcast actually builds intimate relationship with your marketplace and your ideal customer. So there's some pretty cool stuff there that you're going to want to go ahead and take advantage of. So I'm going to encourage you to get the book and read the introduction and then those three chapters to learn more about people. And at the end of those three chapters, the authors actually invite you for a free gift or to experience um, to advance your learning curve in the different areas of your business to improve your small business's people performance pillar. So we have some really cool stuff going on. And if you haven't checked out our app yet, go to your app store and type in Brilliant Biz Book. All three of those Bs are capped. Brilliant Biz Book. And there's a really neat feature on there where you can select any one of the authors which are brilliant practicing experts and ask them a question directly and you can do this in real time. So you don't even have to wait and wait and wait. You can do your quick reach out with whatever question you have right away. We're here to serve you. And that's the fun of this. So all of these things matter and they directly impact your bottom line and determine your business success. So if you haven't picked up the book yet, go to Amazon and type in Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace. Go ahead, get that. Click on the app as well. Get Download that app. Have some fun with it. Get to know the authors a little better because we're here to guide a new conversation for you. And until we follow up next week talking about productivity, I want to say have some fun helping your business brilliance shine brightly.